Fortune and Strife features subjects which can be uncomfortable for a general audience, such as the use of drugs and alcohol, poor treatment of people of different classes or cultures, adult situations, psychological trauma, deprivation, survival, natural disasters, and violence. Listener discretion advised. In addition, these next few episodes of the show contain cultural and historical content based upon the peoples of Asia and the Far East. We are coming at this from a place of respect and genuine interest and a love of these cultures, places, and history. We may not get it 100% right all the time, and we ask you to bear with us and give us the benefit of the doubt, and we would let us know when we get it wrong. We want to be an ally in dispelling Orientalism that has affected the Asian and Middle Eastern communities around the world. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I am Robert, or Bayoshi Shinichi, and I'll be your host and narrator. I am Chini, and I am playing Doji Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Akoto Ricci. Let's play some L5R in the Burning Sands. And with a graceful single stroke, Gen's blade lashes out and takes Ishmael's head. It falls stupidly, glancing off into the distance. What used to have intensity and ferocity and bloodlust in his eyes now empty. His body slumps down into the street and a few moments later, shouts and cries and screams erupt from uh, everywhere around you, even more so than what the clash already brought. The people already know what will happen with uh, his death. Just a few moments later that the rest of you dispatch and send off the cut purses, the enforcers, and the novice assassins he brought with him. Exhausted, and panting, you finally have a few moments to yourselves to collect your thoughts and yourselves. You're all alive still, but things have changed. And Richie will immediately go into uh, medic mode and start looking around and being like, is everyone okay? Gin, how you looking? Hayate? I'm going to live. I took a bit of a beating from those uh, thugs. But uh, I should be all right. Nothing I haven't uh, uh, withstood from uh, from from days in the in the depths of the Kitsune Mori training with uh, my brothers and sisters. Gen is on her knees, and after her her big blow, and she lifts her head up, and she is uh, not looking so so good. She looks to Richie and says. Did that really happen? I'm afraid so. Are you uh, Are you currently bleeding? I am not bleeding, but I am poisoned. Okay. Yeah, I'm afraid uh, I'm the same way. And uh, I'll look up onto the rooftop and uh, just kind of do a general call out and be like, Sueno, you doing okay? I'm I'm fine. Although we should. This is not a good place for us to be. I agree. She's kind of like scouting around with her eye and just trying to uh, check any of the, the streets and alleys to, for any type of movement. Let us know if anyone else comes up and I'll lean down or I'll take a knee right next to Nadim and uh, check on his condition. The, uh, the other guards there are uh, checking on him as well. And you, you look him over and you clear his mouth and he's uh, at least no longer uh frothing at the mouth and uh, uh, as bad as he was when he was going into shock there. Why don't you go ahead and make me a, a TN2 
Earth medicine check. Alrighty. So I have my Earth of three and my medicine of four. We'll take the two successes, the one opportunity, and the strife. How do you want to spend your opportunity? Uh, the opportunity is I would like to... Actually, I want to... Even though he's moderately unconscious, I definitely want to give a little bit of a, a strife reduction down to Nadim. Okay. Get a little bit of the uh, bedside manner here. Got it. So uh, this will remove unconscious, which will also trigger your school ability. And uh, so he'll recover four, uh, is it fatigue or strife? It's four fatigue. So he'll recover four fatigue and then two strife off of the opportunity spencer. Excellent. So with a invigorating uh, tincture placed under his uh, tongue to kind of jolt him uh, awake, uh, Nadim Aid comes around, the old grizzled uh, gate guard who has uh, shared the teachings of the Nameless Prophet with Gen, and who, while coming to collect you for the uh, Emir, uh, never thought that uh, this would be the situation that he found himself in. And he looks around and sees the aftermath of what has happened here. Just, he goes to, to speak and one of his underlings stops and stops him and is like, no, no, it's all right. We should just, we should all get back to uh, to the palace grounds, to the Emir. He'll know what to do. And just a very hoarse no kind of comes pouring out of uh, Nadim's, you know, cracked dry throat here. Gen pulls herself up and retrieves her iron uh, sheath for her sword and wipes her sword off on a, basically on the body of the on the part of the body of bronze serpent because that's what there is right now before she sheaths it it needs more care and she kind of staggers over uh to the chinadim and gathers herself for a moment before she says i fear we must decline your invitation Nadim speaks after taking another steady breath and swallow to try to clear his throat. You can't go back. I'm afraid not. We can't stay here either. <laughs> Again, like, she's kind, of, she's kind of limping, and she goes back to the uh, door of the residence that we were staying in or the place where we had tea with the unicorn and on the ground where it had been dropped uh was the gift she had gotten for this specific uh gate guard which was the book of adventure stories um she walks over and gives a small bow to the gate guard and presents it again, saying, I meant what I said. This was for you. You gave a gift of a book that helped me learn your tongue. And help, that has helped us all very much. I wished to repay my debt. I fear this will be the only opportunity. This is 
a good way for us to part an exchange of words and letters. I'll do what I can to hold up the others. Thank you. Soon uh, I will have to be ordered to pursue you as well. But between this and the gift of my, the gift of my life, I'll give you some time. We have two other gifts, if you could convey them for us. And I look over to, to Ricci to make sure that this is okay. I'll look at you and just be like, really? Is this what we're doing? And, but give that slow, like, that slow nod of like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I pull out from my, uh, basically my bag, because I've also got that. Um, the gift of spices that we have prepared for Rafi. I, I say this is for those who have taken care of us in the Amir's house uh, with gratitude for the care that they have uh, seen to us and our odd ways. And, uh, yeah, he uh, takes it and he kind of has the same look at uh, that Ricci does. That it is uh, uh, an odd time and an odd custom for you want to uh, take part in this, but at the same time realizing that uh, for you this means this means quite a bit to pay back uh, the hospitality. I'm not going to leave with debts. Um, and finally, I pull out from my pocket where I've been not my pocket, my sleeve, where I've been keeping it very safe. Um, and it's already wrapped in uh, a piece of silk, a, uh, a small, uh, a small, small bundle, because it is a pearl, but, and this is for the Emir with gratitude for saving us in the desert. Uh, perhaps things might have turned out differently under different circumstances, but no matter what comes in the future, we are grateful for our lives. As am I. I might be an old man, but I was not quite ready to reach the afterlife just yet. See what comes beyond and to uh, know what mysteries might still be out there. I will make sure that they get their gifts. Now go. We'll tend to Farah's body. And uh, like I said, we will the others and try to get them to pay their respects and to help us uh, show some dignity to his uh, to his body and that should hopefully buy you some additional time but more people should be coming soon thank you the whole of the city is going to know about this and as for you uh, and I'll reach down into my medicine bag and, and pull out a couple of herbs and I will uh, press them into his hand and I'll say, when you get back to the palace, drink some water and eat these. You're not going to have a pleasant day tomorrow, but it will keep you alive. Mm. All right. I think that's time. We need to head out now. With that, the, he and the uh, other guards head over to uh, Alfara. Sueno uh, vaults the, uh, the low uh, lip of the roof and makes her way back down to street level. And, Retrieves uh, her knives. Right? Her knives, a couple of shuriken that she did throw about. 
Okay. Uh, and uh, sharpen from what uh, uh, extra uh, cast off battle she could have uh, found uh, during her time here. Uh, Swenerson, I know you've been in the city more than any of us. Uh, you've told us about it. Do you think you can find a, a place for us to uh, get off the streets? There is a... Well, I'm sure at one point it was just the way the the, the river uh, came through here from the, the Lake of Kings. Uh, cut through the Pilgrim's Court. It's now almost uh, more of a a creek that runs through... Uh, through town, but it's a way for us to get off the streets and to uh, move through the city and hopefully uh, avoid uh, some detection for a while. It's a start. We've got to bandage ourselves up, but we don't have time. <laughs> all right. And with that, Sueno goes ahead and leaves you all uh, to the uh, uh, the north, northeast, uh, towards uh, a, a bit of a dry gully with a small creek running through it and we will call first scene there um i would say reset the half except i know both of you are exhausted uh but in the meantime richie uh gain three honor for compassion and three glory Ooh, i like both of those <laughs> yeah again gain six glory and gain Three, uh, three glory, six glory. Yeah, that is correct. All right. So from here, uh, yeah, it's time for you guys to tell me how you want to try and navigate through uh, the city, trying to go unseen while getting off the street. So uh, as I've uh, pointed out, uh, there is this creek that meanders through the city. Um, and you can, like I said, get off the streets there and make your way through it. Um, but, yeah, what do you guys uh, think or um, how much you go about that? Uh, the, kind of a, to determine approaches, as it were. So uh, with uh, Sueno, she's going to try and do her best to uh, advocate staying uh, in the gully and the creek and is going to attempt to try and um, tell people that to go through the survival that way. But I'm also open to kind of going through the city if you want to lose yourself in the streets or another building that could be um, skullduggery or uh, government. Uh, could even be, uh, you know, there's a couple of different ways you approaches and, and, and ways you can go about it. I'm not sure what you guys are thinking along those lines, though. So I think with me, I'm kind of thinking of going the government route, uh, but I, I want to use fire because this is brand new. So I kind of want to theorize about like, just kind of make the logical conclusion of where this could go. Think about a place that you could go. Okay. Yeah. Theorize and, and try to come up with just what, what, what is a place that, that, uh, that I could hold up. Okay. I would probably say that would be a TN4 fire, um, fire government check. Yeah, not likely to succeed, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> as I have just recently upped my fire up to three, uh, but government is still a two, so it's possible, yeah. just not it's, likely. It's, it's totally possible. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else might want to support you on that. Like I said, I know uh, Sueno is 
advocating for our survival to try and stay in the natural environment. Ayate kind of wants to go with her uh, her method as well. Um, Ken, how about you? What are you thinking? Well, I not that I'm that good at survival or anything, but I am definitely at this point going along with Sueno because she is, yeah, I I trust her, and uh, you know I'm exhausted. I I really can't don't think I'm going to be able to do much on her own. <laughs> I, I am, I am compromised and exhausted. So that is, that is fair. Yes. There's not, not a whole lot you can do at the moment. All right. So, um, Hayata can give unskilled assistance to, uh, Sueno. Uh, I don't know. Do you have survival? You do have survival, right? I do not have survival at this time, no. but I can give unskilled assistance. That's fair. So two unskilled assistants there. So, uh, Richie, how about you go ahead and do yours? And I'm going to do Sueno's uh, TN3 check here for survival. Fair enough. Uh, so I <laughs> I had a lot of strife to show up on my dice, but I'm going to choose not to take any of those. Instead, I'll just use the one success and one opportunity. And uh, for the opportunity, uh, there's not really much that I'd want to use it for. So I'm just going to say that I'm very impressive and flashy to anybody watching, which at this point is nobody because everyone else is actually basically doing the job they're supposed to do. <laughs> nice. I like that. It very much leans to being like, well, if we go over here, then obviously they're going to have a cistern over here, at which point we can use this thing. But if we go over this way, you know, they might have some animal pins that we could hide in. Wait, why is nobody listening to me? Sueno is going to spend two opportunities to act stealthily and not draw as much attention uh, to all of you as you could. I mean, really, it's uh, it's broad daylight. It's uh, four people, some of them armed, uh, scurrying through uh, a creek, trying to keep their heads down while the authorities are all up in arms. You you might stand out for people to you know talk about you or whatnot. So, two opportunities to. Uh, at least, you know, try not to look completely out of place, even though we, she has failed her stealth check here to get you guys to navigate you guys through this bit of the city. Uh, but I'm going to spend two other opportunities to use uh, to notice small details and objects. And she is going to notice that uh, one of uh, the grates that leads from uh, you know, the housing block above you uh, uh, to run off their, their waste and sewage uh, through uh, into the, uh, uh, the gully or culvert here that you guys are finding yourself in, that uh, someone has been using that, uh, that what looks like a normally barred uh, gate uh, seems to uh, be used as a passageway that people make use of quite a bit. And... So while she might not have uh, got you where she wanted you to go, she kind of motions everyone over and says, here, look at this. This will get us off the streets for sure if we go under them. And uh, her and Hayate do their best to uh, figure out which way it swings open and, you know, pry it uh, uh, up and uh, leave it open for uh, Gen and Richie to step inside first. We're going to go in there. It is dank. It is smelly. It is awful and just 
filth just riddled with it. And, uh, you know, uh, Swano uh, tilts her head and gives you that look with her one uh, good eye of this is not the time <laughs> to to uh, argue or to have your doji sensibilities act up. Now is the time. Uh, in fact, she would probably she'll probably be like, it's not nothing. It's nothing worse than when you found me after the tsunami. <sighs> All right. And head on in. Yep. <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, her and Hayate kind of turn and uh, come in after you and try to reset the grate as best as best they can. And they're like, "Well, I will admit it's going to be a lot harder for anyone to uh, spot us down here. Although, how we're going to know which way we're going and." what we're doing in this gloom. I, he kind of looks down deeper into the uh, the tunnel and is like, I mean, we're not going to be able to see much further uh, once we once we take, you know, a good 20 paces down into this darkness, unless we have some other form of light. Swaino is just like, shakes her head at, uh, at him and just give your eyes a moment to adjust. We don't have to Go wandering off and stumbling uh, uh, into walls right now, but give it a bit of time and everyone's eyes should adjust. We're just going to have to get used to walking and trotting forward with our toes to make sure we're not going to trip on something or fall into a hole and keep our hands out uh, uh, about us and press for walls and keep them up along uh, wherever we travel. It's, it's better than being in the open like that. Yes, we'd best get away from the entrance because I'm sure someone saw us come in. You guys go in further. I'm going to stay back here just a few more moments to see if anyone has uh, tracked us down. Stumble blindly forward in the dark. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, you guys don't need to go, you know, totally down there all the way through. You know, she did say give it a few moments unless you guys are, you know, wanting to push forward. I'm not sure. We're not going to push forward far. Oh, is it, sorry, is it sit and wait, or is it to move on past the 20 paces uh, that Hayate says you'll have pretty much no light? Uh, actually, uh, Richie will want to stop by the 20 paces just to have some light and mm-hmm. just say, uh, I know there's a lot of dirty and, and filthy sorts of energies down here. Let me make sure that our, our wounds are bound properly. Okay. And just make sure that uh, if if someone has a cut that hasn't been bandaged, it gets bandaged. And if someone's got a bandage that is a little loose, we we tighten it up a little bit. I like that. Okay. Uh, Let's call that a water medicine teen two. It's not overly complicated. It's difficult where you're at. And, you know, you can't see as well as you would like to, but it's not a, a, a very difficult check, I think, for you to just you know, tighten up bandages and wrap them uh, up tightly. I will roll the same thing for you because it's hard for somebody to bandage their own wounds. See if I can do it. Okay, I appreciate it. All right. All right, so how did uh, your medicine check go with uh, Ricci? I got four successes and two opportunities. Uh, One opportunity, I would like to lower my strife down by two. And the other opportunity, I want to act more efficiently in this regard, because, again, I want to make sure everyone is is taken care of. And a bit of a dirtier spot, uh, 
being a little bit more efficient is much more preferable. Okay. And I would like to, I, I got one success and one opportunity I couldn't keep anymore because, well, you know, I am compromised. But I did, uh, you know, give it a try. My shortfall wasn't that big. Um, and uh, I have, uh, I used the opportunity to lower my strife by two. Excellent. All right. And, um, all right. So, and the other thing I wanted to say so I'm fatigued, exhausted, compromised. And I'm assuming that by this point, the damaged constitution that was negated by Hayate is now unnegated. So, as that the poison, you know, interacts with that, I'm imagining that that starts, uh, not being very happy. <laughs> Becoming, yeah, a lot more uh, likely to uh, to to key off. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just check it. Yeah, sounds good. I will go ahead and make a note of that whenever you try to physically exert yourself here in the next uh, couple of scenes. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, Richie, you bind and tighten up uh, everyone's wounds. Uh, again, tries to do the same for you. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's an all right job, uh, but it's, uh, you're, you're not sure it's uh, totally up to snuff, but it's, uh, you can see it's definitely at least given her some, uh, some ease, some, some, something for the kind of almost for her to do, uh, as a way of, uh, you know, calming herself down and putting herself in a better, uh, sense of, uh, doing being able to do something instead of sitting around doing nothing yeah i'm not gonna say anything for that so <laughs> yeah. doctor uh <laughs> uh and it's uh yeah just a few moments later that uh uh Swaino comes padding uh silently up along the uh, uh the uh the bricks of the sewers here and he's like i don't I think uh, you know the the guards have seen us yet. I'm sure that uh, some in the neighborhood more than likely uh, saw us uh, at some point in the uh, uh, in the in the creek bed back there. So I don't I don't think anyone's coming here directly, but it's 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 uh, it's like we've uh, disturbed a hornet's nest out there. Well, that is pretty much what we yeah. did there. So let's move further in. I think that I can remember our way back if I keep track and keep count. So I'll keep count of paces and uh, we can get further away. And and turns and all that good stuff. Absolutely. That's one of the things about having an aidic memory that uh, comes, in, uh, comes in handy in situations like this. Um, at the very least, you'll be able to, uh, even if most of the intersections and turns look the same, uh, You'll be able to remember the uh, telltale signs of which one was which, and that you made this turn there, and that it's. Uh... I'll be counting paces. There you go. I like that. All right. So now you guys are going to need to uh, skulk about in the sewers. Um, let's see here. What what skill do we think this is? Um, I mean, to get around in a major city. They usually say it's uh, Skulldug and 
government, I think. Uh, let's see here. Large cities, commerce or skullduggery. So I will accept either or of those uh, as uh, the easiest skills to get around down here. But I am open to listening to uh, other uh, other tacks, if you will. Skullduggery is, you know, easiest for me, but I would also argue that labor might be a good one because that handles construction. And so that might be a way of understanding how sewers are made. There's that, that's not a bad bit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's go with, um, yeah, I think that's probably as equal as uh, Skulldug or uh, Commerce in this situation. Yeah. So I will count those all as uh, base difficulty uh, skills to possibly use with this. Um, anything else anyone else might want to try and use? I'm, I'm here along for the ride. Fair enough. All right. So in this case, I think Sueno's got a skullduggery of two, I believe. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else has a commerce or uh, well, her commerce and her skullduggery are both two, and her labor is one. I'm not sure if anyone has anything better than those uh, than those as uh, skills uh, skill ranks uh, in this case. Not better. I've got skulldug of two and labor of one as well. Uh, of all the skills listed, I finally have a point in commerce. <laughs> That's all I got, though. Uh, but again, you are still compromised even after that last check. No, I'm. I don't think I am. I think I was. I had just hit compromised. Okay, so then, um, would you like to make the check? Um, sure. Um, uh, should Swaino make the check? I'm. I'm. I'm open to whoever we think, uh, is, <laughs> uh, best uh, suited to it at the moment. Um, the full disclosure. Um. Sueno's at 9 of 12 uh, for composure. She's got a little bit more composure. And she's got an air of 3. Yeah, I've got the air of 4. You've got, you've got the air of 4. She's got a little bit more composure to, to, to play with. Um, that said, uh, air is... Uh, I don't know if you need to necessarily be sneaking down here. Um, as much as you might need to be... Um, uh, what is it? Um, fording new, new paths and directions. And so fire might be... Uh, useful uh, for trailblazing, as it were. Uh, but air would definitely keep you silent, and people wouldn't necessarily know that you're down here. Mm -hmm. um, but fire might be good and good to kind of uh, come up with your own trailblazing kind of bits. There, it's it, there's there's a couple of good approaches here, I think, for this one. But you know, water and earth are probably out. You've never been under the city, uh, and again, it's hard to see. And so, I wouldn't say either of those approaches are all that useful. Um, and this group is not the mystical bent, so I think not giving yourself over to the um, Intuition of void is not necessarily the the best bet either. So so yeah, who might want to take the fire or air uh, route on this one? What's the TN to do it in air? Uh, the TN to do it in uh, air or fire, I think, is going to be three. Because um, it would be moving silently or trailblazing, and then you're doing it in darkness and and in a new environment it's actually going to be a tn4 uh either in air or in fire okay um if we do it i think we should do it in air and 
unless someone has all arts or uh, all arts or one, <laughs> you, you know, oddly enough, uh, this would be one of those times where this is one of those times where it actually come in <laughs> handy, but yeah. I think uh, doing it in air makes most sense. And for this TN4. You'll be getting unskilled from Hayate, skilled from uh, Sueno, or Sueno can take the lead and uh, take the assistance from uh, other people. Let's chat. Let's have... It'll be unskilled for me. Let's have Sueno take the assistance. So will Sueno take the lead? Let's have Sueno take the lead. You got it. Uh, she's... Uh, She's got the a little more strife to spare, so that's what's the qualifier on this one. All right, so she's gonna she's gonna try and maneuver you through here uh, quietly and without making uh, much of a uh, commotion. She's gonna do it in air, so she's getting two unskilled and one skilled. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so altogether, three uh, ring dice, three skill dice. And she is keeping six. So with everyone's assistance and uh, kind of making sure that people are uh, uh, knowing to keep quiet and uh, to keep low, Sueno guides you through uh, the darkness going forward. Everyone's kind of uh, kept together, uh, kind of uh, one hand on the wall, one hand on the uh, person's OB in front of them as you make your way uh, through the uh, through the sewers here. And... Uh, she's able to navigate you deeper into the city without getting yourselves hopelessly lost. Uh, she's able to spend one opportunity to hopefully cover your tracks, to do this stealthily and subtly. And she's going to use another opportunity to notice something uh, in the scene, a small detail. And it is going to be uh, a source of fresh water, not fetid water. And she's going to kind of follow... Uh, that trickle of a stream until she brings you all into a uh, place that uh, is um, well, how did uh, how to describe it? It is um, vaulted ceilings with arches on the inside and columns uh, all throughout it made of brick. And it is like a, a large pool uh, built uh, underground inside the city here, some sort of uh, water holding or some sort of cistern uh, that seems to be fed from a source of fresh water, whether it's from a spring or uh, beneath it or from some outside source or maybe brought in from the lake and kept here. Uh, either way, uh, uh, Sueno uh, uh, kind of uh, sets uh, down some of the, uh, what she's been carrying off to the side of it, and she kind of tries to make a make a test of it, but she's like, "I think we have fresh water here." That's a nice change of pace. Thank the fortunes. And Hayate just like drops his yari down next to where she had her stuff, and he uh, pulls out, uh, you know, uh, something that he's been working on that uh, Ricci has seen him kind of uh, kind of whittling and working at uh, with his tanto. Uh, since uh, you guys have been in the uh, uh, the burning sands here, and it is the remnants of his uh, his water gourd. It's effectively just uh, the bottom plus a small uh, kind of uh, upturned handle, or you know, kind of one of the higher edges that he's kind of kept with it since it broke in the desert when you guys uh, first uh, found yourselves here. And it is now just effectively a uh, a ladle or a small small cup made out of the bottom of his broken gourd. Uh, that he's been uh, kind of uh, 
refining, whittling, and, and smoothing the edges of. And uh, he's not like, oh, thank, thank the fortunes indeed. Uh, this uh, I was thinking about how I would uh, take this and uh, make it up with kinsarugi, a bit of gold, and maybe some pottery when I got home to uh, to celebrate it. But now I don't even I don't even care. It's more gorgeous now than ever. And he kind of dips it into the to the water there, and he takes a huge uh, gulping drink from it, and then dips it again and hands it to uh, uh, Sueno, who takes a drink, and then uh, she she hands it back, and he goes to. Uh, uh, to, to get to get another drink. We should have a moment to purify ourselves. Agreed. And looks very uncomfortable at being covered with blood as she is, so Well, nothing new for us. All right. Um I don't think either of you uh necessarily have a cleansing rite as a uh, ritual, but uh, again, nothing in this game says you have to have uh, the thing. It just makes it repeatable and easier. So I can give you some directions on a kind of haphazardly done uh, cleansing rite if you'd like to try and uh, yes, uh, do that. Well, we got to start with washing ourselves. I think just just washing is enough for Ricci at the moment. Fair enough. Fair enough. You guys are just going to just uh, go ahead and wash up. You guys uh, get there near the uh, uh, the water's edge and you uh, start to wash your hands, you wash your face, you wash your mouth out uh, kind of like you're uh, at temple as best you can. And then um, what uh, again, were you going to? Yeah, I need to wash my blade and some of my clothing. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, you take out your, uh, your blade and it's not too terribly bad after you uh, uh, used a, uh, some of the scarfs of uh, Alfara to uh, to clean it, but yes, it definitely needs to be cleansed and you know possibly taken all apart and uh, take the handle off and knock out any of the dust and dirt, grime and blood that's gotten uh, into it. But that's something that'll have to wait for now. Hayate comes back over and he's like, "Here, let's treat it as if uh, we are uh, uh, purifying it with a ladle at the uh, temple." And he takes his his gourd cup and. Uh, ladles water over the uh, the end of it several times for you. She's she's very grateful. She has not really done this before, ever. She's just not in the killing business particularly and somewhat traumatized, but that's okay. It's one thing to to learn to fight. It's uh, quite another thing to uh, actually be responsible yes. for taking another life. It was all theoretical before. Mm hmm. With your thanks, Hayate kind of gives you a, uh, uh, you know, kind of playfully sweet smile that uh, earns nothing but a scornful look from Sueno as uh, he kind of uh, uh, does it and kind of mentions, don't, don't, don't mention him to Gensan. And uh, it's uh, when, with that, and he's kind of not quite paying attention as he ladles another uh, uh, cup full of water over your blade. Uh, when uh, two tiny, when two nostrils appear at the edge of the water, and then some ribbed, armored eyes blink in the low light, 
you hardly notice it, but it has noticed the scent of blood in the water, of of prey, of those who are distracted by the tranquil placidness of where they're at, of stopping by a watering hole. And like it has been trained to do this over uh, the many thousands and thousands of years that have existed, the time has been since the Kami have given a motive force to the universe, a Wani crocodile leaps from the water and grabs Hayate and puts it into a uh, roll and starts to drag him underneath this water of the cistern. I'm Robert or Baishi Shinichi, your host and narrator, thanking you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday. If you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. I am Tyler, and I've been playing Akoto Ricci. You can find me on my personal accounts on Twitter, at Church of Games, or on Twitch, also as Church of Games. You can find the show on the web at courtgamespod.com, on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and on Twitter at L5RFNS. If you would like to contact us, you can email the show at fortuneandstrife at gmail.com. This is Jeannie, a.k.a. Kikita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. You can find me at my blog at the Winter Garden of the Kikita website, along with helpful materials for the RPG, and also on Twitter at White Veils or on Facebook. If you like, I am also found on the Court Games RPG podcast as a writer for Emerald Legacy, or check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with D20 Radio Network and the Rokugana Historical Society. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. www.d20radio.com